Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Joe Soltis, and Joe is the founder and CEO of Choice Local digital marketing firm that serves franchise systems where the average client partner of Choice Local gains $15.51 for every dollar in invested marketing. We're going to talk to Joe about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, 
and you are listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Joe Soltis, and Joe is the founder and CEO of Choice Local, a digital marketing firm that serves franchise systems where the average client partner of Choice Local gains $15.51 for every dollar in invested marketing. Hi, Joe. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great, Marty. Great to be with you. Uh, thank you, Joe. It's, uh, it's great to be with you as well. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Joe? I'm calling from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, the old sunny Cleveland, oh, nice. Ohio. Good, good. You're not that far away. We're in Pencil- We're in eastern Pennsylvania, Joe, so we're only a state away, so uh, I can kind of yeah, guess right. what the weather is there today. <laughs> so that's fantastic. <laughs> it's, you know, we started this show 14 years ago, almost to, to, to the date, uh, Joe, and you know what we learned is that you know every business kind of has a story, and I know you certainly have a story. I thought maybe we could start with, uh, you know, we could talk a little bit about, you know, your background and then how that led to starting Choice Local. Absolutely. Well, Marty, congrats on your success and happy anniversary Thank to you. you. So, um, so yeah, uh, I, uh, the story with Choice Local is kind of neat. Uh, it's, it's very personal. So the mission of our company is help others. And how that came yeah. about is I was working at a top advertising age. We were serve, uh, t- top advertising agency, and mm-hmm. uh, we were ser- serving Fortune 500 clients like CBS and FedEx, and you know multi-billion-dollar companies. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I was working about 60 hours a week running that company. Wow. We had 180 full-time digital marketers, and wow. uh, it was very successful. But I was so focused on work um, mm-hmm. in my personal life, and while it was there, late into a pregnancy, my wife and I lost uh, lost a child, and uh, and after doing some prayer and some reflecting on that, I was like, you know what? I always said I wanted to be successful so that I can make a difference and so that mm-hmm. I can give back. And I was like, I want, I, I don't want to wait. Like I want to do that yeah. now. So I uh, came up with a mission, help others. The mission of the company is help others. And our big hero, audacious goal of the company is to help 10,000 kids a year. We take 10% of the profits out of the company. We give it back to wow. help kids in need. Um, and uh, we have that going on. Uh, but our mission of help others goes beyond that. So our mission is to help our franchisees and franchisors help their dreams and aspirations become a reality, help our employees and our teammates. We call them teammates at Choice Local, just like we call our clients partners. Um, our mission is to help their dreams and aspirations come true. So, and that's really we're great. Um, when you, when you just do the right thing, you know, kind of like everything I ever needed to learn, I learned in kindergarten. I think there's a book along, along those lines. Yeah. But, but, but the bottom line is if you just treat people with love, you treat people with respect, and, and you, you work hard and smart at the same time, good things happen. So we've been awarded with you know, a 96% client retention rate and a promoter score uh, better than Apple, better than Netflix. Um, and we also and, – and then we also won Best Workplace Awards uh, three years yeah. in a row, and our team wow. were fired up to come into work. And it all, it all based on that mission – um, of helping others. And truly, really, you know, although losing Ben was hard, um, uh-huh. like I, I'm, 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 I'm grateful that it happened and that so much yeah. good has been able to come out of, of what happened. I, I felt like I had so much in common with you, Joe, when I was reading your story, you know, because I, I worked in uh, advertising as well. I worked for a company called Venture Direct uh, in the late 90s. And, and, you know, we were kind of like a direct marketing advertising kind of firm. And, 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 and I, 
understood, you know, those hours that you work in, you mentioned 60 hours and it just seems like you're just consumed with work. And that was mm-hmm. the only part of your life, you know, and it was interesting because I mean, you, you started this really as, I, I think it was like, a, it, was you, it was you at first, right? I mean, you were a one man operation and how, how many employees do you have today? Yeah. We're about 75. Uh, we hired wow. four people within the last 30 days. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to continue to grow. So we're at 75 right now. It was just me when I started. I went full-time into it in October 2015. Um, and we're on path uh, to be about 800 people um, wow. within the next uh, nine years. That's amazing. And it seems like, you know, you started, you started this culture, you know, at Choice Local, which I, I think is great. I, I remember when I was working, because I, I was selling advertising, um, when I was working for Venture Direct, and um, it was it was really cutthroat. I mean, if you didn't make your numbers, you know, that particular month, you could have exceeded one month, and then the next month you didn't do as well, and, and people were constantly getting fired, and it just it was so stressful at the time. And it seems like what you've done is is I, I think you might have had maybe a similar experience, but is is, is you've really created this culture at Choice Local, haven't you? Yeah, no, it, it's super. It's that, that is the most important thing. So, um, like, and, and we say, say this, uh, it, it's our mantra. I say to our employee, you know, when new teammates come on board, I meet with everybody at the company and walk them through stuff. But we hire, fire, give raises and promotions based on core values and performance. Wow. Um, and um, and that that's critical. It's critical to do yeah. both. Mm-hmm. Um, and we built a really great culture because of that. And, and then similarly on the KPI, so performance matters. So one of the things we do on the sales side um, is when we actually, for the franchisees and franchisors that we work with, we run forecasts ahead of time. We say, here's this, and we'll do this, all, it's complimentary, but we, we say, here's your strategy. Um, right. Here's the exact things that we would do to grow your business. Here's what your competitors are doing and here's how you beat them Mm -hmm. and here are the results you can expect. And we forecast on the results. And then we make the KPIs for our ops team where we need to hit or beat these projections every single month, 95% of the time. Um, And that's, that's the KPI that we, that we run by. Um, But the beauty, beauty of that is, is we found and built a system where, because we build such rigorous process, because we build such rigorous best practices, because we uh, are able to then scale that throughout a franchise system, mm-hmm. that's absolutely possible to do. And in an agency world, it's very rare for that to be able to be done in, you know, 40 hours a week. Usually it's like you're, you're, you're working for an agency at 60 hours a week, hit it, this is, this is how we roll. We found a way, because of the scalability and the beauty of the franchising model, mm-hmm. to, to give our team great work-life balance. So we're attracting world-class talent um, from all over the United States to work at Choice Local because they're like, I mean, I love the agency world, but I hate the the agency culture of basically work till you die. (laughs) But because of our system, we've been able to solve that. And that's why we're able to get such great talent and then scale it um, in franchising. How did how you kind of mentioned some of the but how did you hone in on the on the franchise market job? I think it's very clever. You know, I mean, today it seems like I think there's about I think the numbers like there's like 3,500 uh, franchise systems out there just in the U.S. alone. And then I guess as far as franchisees go, I, I think the numbers like approaching almost like a million franchisees or units or something like that. Um, what 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 drew you to franchising? Did you have an appreciation for the franchise model? What, what was it? Yeah, I love. 
medium-sized business and small business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Because the people in that space are, are salt of the earth. Um, they're just to be frank, they're, they're not elitists. Um, mm-hmm. There are people that want to, you know, have their dreams become a reality. Um, whether that's as a franchise or as a franchisee, uh, they're people that work hard and the only thing that really matters is results. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very simple. And when I looked at the space and I, you know, was working with, you know, some of the biggest names in, in marketing and some of the biggest brands in, yeah. you know, in history, right. um, I was like, you know what, these people are getting amazing customer service and they're getting amazing results and they're paying right. sometimes, you know, $500,000 a month for that. Right. Um, so how do we give that, that level of results and customer service, but give it to a small and medium-sized business owner. Right. And I looked and saw all these companies that are absolutely huge um, with, you know, a thousand plus employees in the marketing space working in small business. Um, and, and I looked at their product from the outside. I'm like, man, that's a really bad product. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the service and the results are really bad. And then, and then, and on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, hey, I know somebody who um, is good at marketing and you should give him a call. And it's like one guy working out of his house. Mm-hmm. And, and some of those guys can be really good, um, but yeah. most of them aren't. Um, and, it's, right. and it's hard to find. And if you do find it, that can't scale in a franchise system. I was like, this, this space is completely untouched. So I'm like, how do you give enterprise level, Fortune 500 level customer service and results to uh, franchisors and franchisees? Right. Um, and the answer is you can do it in a franchise system. So our model is we'll get in, we'll work with five franchisees in a network. We'll call them early adopters. Um, what ends up happening is they often become the fastest growing franchisees in their category. Um, and then word of mouth and referral kicks in. And then we're working with about 20, 20 some franchisees in the network. And then home office right. will be like, man, these people are growing off the charts. What's going on? You know, we're seeing our royalties really go up in these areas. Then they reach out to us, make us a recommended agency, and we roll through the network. We also do it top down where we'll work directly with the franchisor, develop a plan. I see. Um, we'll, do, we'll do pilots with the franchisor as well. Um, so there's uh, several franchise systems right now in this moment where we're doing pilots on company-owned locations. We're doing pilots with a handful of franchisees. And they're seeing great results, and we're moving into that recommended agency stage. Um, and, and that provides really growth. So we, we actually lose money up front with right. the franchisees and franchisors in the early adopter phase, but that's fine. That's part of our business model. We're, we're, we're making that, that CVS, that FedEx-level investment in that business, um, knowing that it's going to scale as it goes across that franchise network. And uh, it's a win for everybody. That's great. I, I, I've always said too, Joe, I, I agree with everything you said. You know, I, I think I was telling my business students that, you know, it's easy to, you know, do marketing and digital marketing, you know, when you're Coca-Cola or Federal Express and things like that. You know, it seems like, you know, your joy comes from helping that, you know, small to medium sized business because it, it's tough for them. You know, a lot of them, you know, is, is they don't know anything. You know, some of them have may have never even heard the term KPI, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, what is it? <laughs> indicator, yeah, you know, so yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's intimidating. I think for a lot of, you know, sometimes maybe the older, older entrepreneurs, you know, if they're in mean, forties, fifties, you know, and, and, and this is still maybe a little bit, bit new to them. Um, what are the, the, the KPIs that, are important to, I guess you could say the franchisees. I'm sure that's common with a lot of 
types of businesses, but what, what do the franchisees or franchisors look for? So um, at the end of the day, it's often uh, it, it, it revolves around two things. Mm-hmm. So the first one is new client acquisition, new customer acquisition, and the second mm-hmm. one is recruiting. Um, so um, am I solving my recruiting problems? Because a little bit of background on this. So um, we have recruiting uh, that we do for the franchise systems that we do as well. Cause what ended up happening is we were growing so strong within the franchise systems and they're saying, our business is great. It's better than it's ever been. This is in the early days in 2015 in our business. Mm-hmm. You guys are awesome, but we need to put a, a pause on our services for the next couple months because we can't handle the volume. We don't have the, the team wow. to, to support it. Right. So we're like, man, that's bad for you. That's bad for us. So we developed a recruiting solution for them. So, wow. so what we do is we basically, when we come up with a strategy, we'll say what we're forecasting for you, for example, is 55 leads a month based on your historical close mm-hmm. rates. Right. Um, that's going to be um, 20 new customers that, that come in this month. And based on your average lifetime value of a customer, that is uh, $580,000 in incremental revenue for you growth over the course of the year. Right. Um, so then we reverse engineer those KPIs into monthly ones. And then it's like, how many new leads did we get? How many new customers did we get? And what's the average revenue per customer? Those are the KPIs they're looking at. Similarly, it's how many job applicants did I get? And what's the higher rate on those job applicants? Right. Um, so we do all of that turnkey. We don't do the actual like job interview, but we do everything okay. up to the point of um, I'm getting that point for uh, getting that for them. Um, right. And uh, that, that works really well. And we're actually able to use some pretty simple math, um, believe it or not, and we can forecast, here's your current capacity in your business. Right. Um, here's how many new leads we're expecting in this upcoming month. Therefore, we need to hire two people in the next 30 days. And based on historical hire rates, to get those two people in, we need to deliver 70 job applicants. And uh, the budget we need to do that is $150 in, in advertising spend in addition to the free marketing we're doing. Um, on 15 different job boards for you. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's how that works. And it's, it's really, those are the KPIs. Um, right. And then the KPIs that matter to us are, are we hitting them 95% of the time? And then wow. we also do net promoter scores. So we yep. have a product called Review and Retain where we have our franchisees um, basically through text alerts. They'll, they'll survey their customers. Um, if it's more of a project-based like Handyman Connection, they you know, that would, mm-hmm. that would go out immediately if it's more of an ongoing like comfort keepers or something along those lines. Um, then they go out uh, periodically um, and we track the net promoter score and those that are happy, uh, they'll, they'll get a text alert to, to leave a review online um, as well. If that builds up the reviews and it builds up referral and word of mouth, we can turn that into a referral right. program as well. Um, and then it also measures net promoter score. So we use that same thing ourselves uh, mm-hmm. uh, with our own partners and um, when we do that, we're able to, to really get a great understanding of how happy they are with us and, and, and what we're doing. And we measure that net promoter score religiously. Um, and it's a great number yeah. because in business, um, net promoter score is a leading indicator of success. Most KPIs in business are like, what's my retention rate? What's, what's, right. my, what's my average growth from original contract size? Those types of things. This is a leading indicator of success that really can predict the next three, six, 12 months of, of a business. So we tie that down to our individual account executive level, um, and we're able to see and actually predict, okay, this account, this account executive had a 15-point jump in their net promoter score. Therefore, this upcoming right. month um, and quarter, we're expecting you know, their business, you know, their book of business to grow. 
Um, and, and it's just fun because it always yeah. works out. Like it's very forecasted. That's terrific. I mean, it's good. You make a lot of interesting points. Shows. You know, a lot of times I guess, you know, businesses aren't really prepared for that growth. And I think that is, is certainly that, you know, one of the values of, of your services that, you know, you want to make sure. I remember reading a, a story about uh, Dave Thomas and Wendy's one time where I guess I, they were growing so fast, they couldn't even handle the growth, you know, and um, uh, their customer service was lacking and they were making mistakes and things like that. And you really have to be prepared for that growth, don't you? And, that, and that's, that's something that, that um, your Choice Local does, don't they? Yeah, we we do, and uh, and it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to help grow. So here's here's a cool story. So you kind of talk about like helping others in the franchise. Yeah. So so COVID hit, um, right? And uh, a good chunk, you know, probably about forty percent of the franchisees and franchise systems we worked with in the states that they were in were mm-hmm. completely shut down. Mm-hmm. Just completely shut down. Right. No revenue coming in. I mean, yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, and then the others have h- had uh, when like a lot of restrictions placed on their business and we're like, uh, and it was, it was adversely affecting him you know, this right. back, back in like March, April, May, everybody, yeah. you know, was nervous uh, in the, in the franchising space. Yep. Um, we do yeah. work um, in, in, in residential cleaning and some residential cleaning franchisees. And they, they, at that point were like, okay, you know, we're, we're getting shut down. Basically the entire franchise system was tanking at that point. Um, and, and I said, um, and met with, with our leadership team, I was like, no, we will not accept anything, but grow through the downturn. Mm -hmm. Um, our franchisees are going to grow. So we set a critical number for our company. We dropped all other quarterly priorities that we were running at the time. And we said, our critical number is we want 80% of our partners to have their lead volume up year over year through the shutdown. Wow. Um, which was a, a number that I thought was a bit aggressive, yeah. um, but I said it anyhow, and we ended up hitting uh, 74% uh, wow. of our partners. Their lead volume was up year over year through the downturn. Um, we gave some Amazing. financial relief to kind of help people through that. But we don't, our, like all of right. our, our agreements are month to month. People can stop working with us at any time. But we basically said, look, you're going through a hard time right now but you right. need the growth. So we're going to keep doing the marketing for you, but we're going to give you a little bit of short-term fee relief until the shutdown wow. is lifted. Um, and then um, we had, we gave webinars on the PPP loan um, uh, and, and that protection program that the federal government right. was offering right. to, to our yeah. franchisees. And they were so appreciative. They're like, this is better than, than the, than the, the webinar and the information I'm getting from my own franchise or right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we were able to help a lot of our partners get that PPP funding, help them through it. And, you know, our retention rate annualized is, is 96%. It, it ended up only dipping, including the fee relief that we gave, because when they, they came back afterwards, it ended up dipping um, into like full payment, but it ended up dipping um, only about five, six percentage points. And now we're up to, to 92.5%. Wow. Um, and that's, you know, trailing 12 months. So it's, it's, been, it's been awesome. Um, yeah. because we're celebrating like, Hey, you know, Sue, uh, we saved her business and, and she has yeah. a business today and it's because of us that feels awesome, you know, and of that's our mission and that's, and it fires up our team. We celebrate that at our monthly team. Like here's some companies that literally within the past month, they told us explicitly, you guys saved us. Um, and that wow. feels awesome. 
So you 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 see yourself, Joe, as I, I, I just listening to you. I mean, you, you see yourself as a true partner to their business, don't you? And, and it seems to me that that's the joy for you, as well, is is that you are a partner to their business, and and, and that's that's what brings you all this joy in in in, in running uh, the organization, doesn't it? It's it's all about service. It's all about yeah. service. So, yeah, and and it, and it goes to the like the team too. So like we had yeah. Um, like we're up for benefits renewal and uh, you know, we had a, a, an opportunity to switch to another health plan that, mm-hmm. you know, would have been nice. It would have padded our profits. And, and <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, honestly, I was kind of irritated that that was brought to me, you right. know, in a, in a good nature way, but I was like, that sure. violates our, 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 our mission that violates our values. I don't want anybody on our team to ever have to make a decision. Do I have to choose between, you know, giving the best care for my daughter who's fighting right. cancer or do right. I uh, have to, you know, or do I just not pay my bills? Those are my choices. That's, that's a horrible choice that no of one course. is going to have to make. I won't tolerate it. And, wow. uh, and, and again, it's just, it's that culture. It yeah. breeds goodness. Um, just right. kind of treat people the way you want to be treated and everything will work out. You just got to make sure it makes business sense at the same time, but there's always a way. And like when I talk with, you know, folks on our team who are like, okay, you know, I feel like I got to, I got to work an extra 15 hours this week to, to accomplish this. I was like, okay, there right. might be a week or two where that has to happen. Absolutely. Right. Right. But there is never an ongoing choice where I have to do one or the other. Say, I want both. What's the way to do it? And then challenge yourself to do it. That's how we developed our model at Choice Local. Our entire business model is built around that. Um, and there's always a way. There's always a way, uh, even in franchise systems and in some industries, like they're pretty chaotic. There's always a way to do that. You just got to bring yeah. order to that chaos. And that's something we try to do with our partners as well. Just, you know, being a partner is sharing some of those best practices we've developed. And, and we've also seen across their franchise systems that they can then implement it in their own business. Wow. So what I was reading about you too, it seemed like I was getting the impression too, you know, life balance is really important for you and your employees, isn't it? You know, and I think that's so important today, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's right, Marty. It's, 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 it's super important. And, yeah. uh, and we built a beautiful thing, being able to do it. And my yeah. hope, my sincere hope is that as, as, as we continue to grow as a company is that other companies will see that and say, right. Hey, I want right. to do that too. And yeah. it can kind of build this kind of virtuous cycle. Uh, not only, you know, through Choice Local and our franchisee partners in the U.S., but all throughout uh, the world and, right. and, and in businesses that aren't even in franchising. You know, we want, we right. want this word to get out because there's a way to do business this way. And it's a, just, it's a better way than the traditional model. That's great. Have there been <clears throat> any interesting franchises that you, you, you've worked with? One of the, my joys is, you know, doing this show 14 years, you know, we, we've done 700 of these interviews. And you know, a lot of times we get these like cool concepts. And I say, God, I, I, I wish I thought of that. You know, it's very clever, you know, and I didn't. But, you know, are, are there any cool concepts or anything that, that stood out, you know, over the years that, that, you know, kind of impressed you with some of these franchise models or systems? Absolutely. Well, first off, I just want to say Rita's Italian ice sounded delicious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, they're good. They're here so, in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that, that, that sounds like a treat. I definitely got to check that out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, but uh, yeah, so really, really neat models uh, in, in franchising. And what I, one of the things I love about franchising is you can take um, any any good business idea, uh, yeah. and and you can scale it and and you can grow it. So yeah, you know, like one of the things that I I think has been neat is is the home care industry, um, mm-hmm. 
has really mm-hmm. done a great job of purpose, especially, um, you know, during like COVID and those types of things. So uh, a lot of these guys weren't able, you know, that were in facility care, weren't allowed to see or weren't able to see their loved ones. Right. Um, when the, yeah. when in home care solution came in, you you were able to you can stay in the comfort of your own home, yeah. and you can make life you know happy uh, and joyful, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, at a time when it's hard, you know. So that brings purpose and that brings meaning to that. Um, there's another franchise system we work with called Caring Transitions, mm-hmm. um, and similar along the line. So it's like seniors and downsizing and and those types. Yeah types of things. Uh, they'll do estate sales and they'll help get placed into assisted living and those types of things. But it, it's always done with a very loving touch. Um, right. And, you know, I, I love that. Um, and that, that's been really cool. Um, and then like in food service, like uh, it, it's, it's also interesting as well too. So we, we've been doing a lot of, um, campaigns where we've, we've been doing some campaigns where basically we target people uh, through Facebook targeting. We then do mm-hmm. a text nurturing campaign. And for every like dollar invested in that, they're, they're able to get about $75 in sales um, over the wow. course of a year. Uh, and that, that's been really fun too. Um, yeah. And it's been neat. And it's been really neat during COVID as that's hit to see, you know, good entrepreneurs yeah. innovate um, to the times. Right adapt to the times and not only find a way to, to survive, but actually thrive. Yeah. Um, like we always say, and the message when we were talking, grow through the downturn with your franchise partners is now's your opportunity right. to grab market share while your weaker competitors pull back. Right. Um, and, and that, that's been, that's been really fun. Um, and then the last thing is like this franchise systems that are more advanced in their marketing. So like um, handyman connection, Mm-hmm. It's a franchise system we work with and everything, they have a very robust CRM in place. So yeah. we were able to integrate all of our marketing directly into this CRM and to the penny, we're able to see how much was spent and how much was brought back exactly wow. with that CRM integration. Um, uh, and we take that down to e- individual email campaigns, individual calls to action, individual keywords and pay-per-click campaigns. It's very robust. Um, and that's something that, um, you know, we're looking to bring to a lot of franchise systems. So we offer a CRM solution. If they don't have mm-hmm. one, um, if they already have one in place, um, we'll just API our data into that and pull it up into reporting dashboards. And you will have roll-up dashboards for the franchisor, roll-up right. da- dashboards for the franchisee. Um, um, and it's, it's really a cool thing when you can bring that data. Cause now it's not just, we're not just talking leads. We're talking lifetime value of a customer. Right. We're not right. talking projected ROI. We're talking hard ROI. And that's a beautiful thing. That's terrific. Did you want to talk a little bit about the, the Benjamin um, uh, Isaac Foundation, uh, Joe? Because I, I thought that was really important. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, so the Benjamin Isaac Foundation uh, is named after our son, Benjamin, my wife, Becky, and I lost uh, Marty. And, yeah. and uh, we founded that. Um, the first thing we did is we gave uh, a grant to Cornerstone of Hope. Um, it's based out of Cleveland, Ohio. There, mm-hmm. We also have other locations throughout the state of Ohio. Um, and what we do is we fund counseling and bereavement support camps for um, inner city youth um, who have lost a loved one um, yeah. often. Uh, it's through pretty tragic stuff like drug overdose and mm-hmm. um, 
uh, violence and, and those yeah. types of things. And of course there's the normal stuff on top of that, but that, I mean, there's some really hard stuff that it, it's going to be very hard for somebody to recover from that. So right. um, we give them the counseling, you know, we touch them, we touch their hearts, uh, help them, you know, see, you know, in a very soft way, the love of God. Um, and that's, that's a beautiful thing uh, that yeah. we've been able to do there. Um, there's a, there's a, um, uh, organization called Water First that builds wells uh, in villages where there's no clean drinking water. Right. Um, we've supported, uh, and that's been exciting. I'm very, very, this has been a big dream of mine and my wife's for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the plan is uh, coming up here in the next several months to um, donate a home to Habitat for Humanity. Um, we're going to wow. give a family a home, um, and then we're going to wow. have our choice local team come out. Uh, I think because of COVID, they limit us to like groups of six or groups of eight mm-hmm. that are allowed to help out, so we'll rotate. Right. Um, and we're going to we're literally going to build the home with our own hands, help help the family build the home with their own hands, donate the funds to make that a reality, and and give a family a home. Um, we're really really excited about that, um, that's and that's wonderful. that's just cool. It should be fun. It is that that is that's wonderful. The the majority of our listeners, Joe, we, we call them uh, aspiring entrepreneurs. You know, most of them have it in their mind that they would like to. They're considering going into franchising, and you know, in studying your background, you know, I, I can definitely categorize you as as you're an entrepreneur. From everything you've learned up to this point, you know, working with with franchisees, franchisors, and and in your your background in entrepreneurship, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because we find a lot of them are confused in the beginning because there's so much out there today. They, they don't know what system to go into. And, 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 you know, they have a lot of these big decisions because it's, it's a heavy investment in some cases. From everything you've learned, what, what would you say to our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, great question. So, uh, you know, I have had firsthand experience with uh, probably hundreds of, of franchise systems mm-hmm. uh, to this point. And um, some things have, have shocked me um, in, in, in a good way, and some things have mm-hmm. shocked me in a bad way. Um, mm-hmm. So some things to, to definitely look out for and some things to ask um, are, first and foremost, um, what is the marketing strategy uh, for the organization and what level mm-hmm. of autonomy do you give me um, to execute that marketing strategy? Um, And what we have seen in several franchise systems is things are on hardcore lockdown. The franchisees often aren't happy with the results that they're getting from the marketing and they're forbidden to make any changes or innovations. So um, you want to be able to have some freedom and some autonomy to do that. Um, Mm. At the same time, you know, you want to have good marketing leadership at the company that does put some rules in place and some organization in place because that's what franchise systems do is they bring order to that chaos for you. So you need a balance there. um, And that's going to be super important. The other thing is in in a franchise system, um, it's good uh, for there to be a a national brand fund that, that, that's pushing Mm -hmm. uh, growth within within that network. Right. Um, Typically those royalties are like $600 a month per territory or two, somewhere between two and, 5% 5% of revenue somewhere in there, mm-hmm. anything out of that's kind of out right. of the norm. Right. Um, and, um, but in addition to the national brand fund, there should be options for the franchisee on the local level to, to make changes and additions um, right. to what they're doing in marketing. And that'll be an important thing. The other thing is wh- what are the written best practices for the franchise system and the KPIs? And then mm-hmm. how are, 
how are other businesses in the network performing related to that KPI, those KPIs? Right. Right. Um, within a franchise system, there'll also be a national advisory council or some sort of franchisee committee that advises the franchisor on what's going on. Um, talk to the people on that. The people on that often mm-hmm. um, are very shrewd and smart business owners, and they also right. often, to get in that role, have a good relationship with home office. So if you're seeing talking with them that they're they're absolutely on board with home office and things are going great. That sounds good. And then what I would do is I would, uh, as a franchise or vetting, I would talk to maybe five franchisees, six franchisees Mm -hmm. in different levels of the business and just kind of pick their brain about what's going on. Right. Um, All of those things should be there. And then the last thing that I kind of said, but I didn't get super specific in on is what's going on in that franchise system with the best the best practices and process. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people yeah. come into a franchise system and they're like, okay, here's the brand, here's your website. Um, right. You know, here's two hours yeah. of training, have at it. Yep. Like if you're paying the kind of money you're paying, you know, to buy into a franchise system, right. you deserve a lot more support than that. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I, th- I, I think that's great advice. So if you could look into a crystal ball, Joe, you know, maybe three years, five years, down the road, um, where do you see Choice Local? Absolutely. So we will be um, serving. Um, we'll, we'll we'll be 800 people. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be um, uh, helping 10,000 kids a year. Right now, we're wow. around like 3,000. Um, amazing. And we will be working with. 70 plus franchise systems as, as a recommended agency um, at at that point. So that's, that's where we're headed right now. And like I said, we're doing that with about 20 different franchise systems. Um, And, you know, we're aggressively growing and scaling um, as well, while still having that rigorous focus on process, on best practices, on training. I can't stress how important that is because that scales. And then we're also promoting tons of people from within So, for example, if you have digital marketing specialists who are very good at their craft, um, some of them at some point might be great people to be overseeing strategy Mm -hmm. um, and directly talking with their client partners on that. Um, Right. So so instead of just hiring somebody who's a very good talker, who doesn't really understand the, the digital piece of it inside and out, Right. Um, we want people to kind of just like you kind of have a farm system within baseball. We have that same thing within our mm-hmm. company. Um, and it allows people to understand inside and out what they're managing and what they're leading and what they're communicating and also have realistic expectations. So it's like, oh, yeah, can you turn this around? Uh, like in the next couple hours, it's like, oh, yeah, you actually just asked for 18 hours of work, but you don't understand that because you haven't right. managed it. I've seen that. I've seen that in the agency <laughs> world um, with yeah. people that are good talkers start managing who don't understand what actually drives the results. Right. Um, so those are critical things. So lots of promotions from within uh, huge growth in the franchising space. And the other thing is we will be, you know, we're members of the ISA now. Um, we have done a lot of, just to be honest, a lot of kind of stealth growth. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't got our brand out there a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Choice local it will be the brand in the franchise marketing space that if you're in franchising, you'll know choice local. Um, is the leading option, you know. So that's, that's where we're that's where we're headed. 
That's terrific. What's the best way, Joe, for our listeners to get more information on Choice Local? Are there any um, websites or numbers that you can kind of direct them to? Absolutely. You can go to choicelocal.com. Okay. Um, and it's choicelocal.com. Um, and you can read more about us there. Uh, there's a phone number to call. There's a contact form. There's a mm-hmm. chat feature. Um, you can engage in any of that. Um, and we'll be happy to talk with you. And what we'll do, franchisor or franchisee, is it, there's, it's not just like, oh, give me a sales pitch. That's not how we operate. Right. We give right. you a free strategy with revenue and ROI projections. And we talk to you and we have a meeting and we're like, what's your top challenge? What are your top challenges? What are you looking to accomplish? And then we'll custom build a strategy for you based off that, along with That's numbers great. and projections um, that That's we're accountable great. to hitting. That's fantastic. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Joe, and I'd already like to invite you back over the next year or so as, as you continue to grow, because I, I think you have a wonderful organization, I, I, and I think you did a, a very wonderful thing in starting the, the organization and organizations. Marty, uh, thank you. I'd, I'd be thrilled to be back. I think you have a great organization as well. And thank you. It's a complete pleasure. Thank you, Joe. You have a happy Thanksgiving, and I look forward to talking to you in the future, Joe. Happy Thanksgiving to you and all your listeners, and just have a beautiful day, everybody. Take care. Thanks so much, Joe. Take Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. Reach podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today you're going to get to hear from Joseph Berger, and Joseph is the president of You Got Maze, and Joseph said something on the show that we haven't heard, interesting enough, in 650 shows. He described franchising as an open book, but we're going to let Joseph explain why, so here we go. You were kind of like, I guess you could say you're almost like born into franchising, Joseph. I mean, you've been exposed to it, it seems like, most of your life. Um, what do you What do you like most about franchising? Yeah, and you're right. I ha- I've been around franchising for a while. I I, I, st- I like to tell people I started when I was seven. I started answering phones and folding boxes at Domino's. Worked at started at twenty five cents an hour with a free soda, uh, as much as I could drink, and worked up from there. Uh, and what I love about it, what we do, uh, I, I see where entrepreneurship, where small business ownership, has helped my family. You know, my right. my dad's from yeah. Northeast Philly, uh, row homes. Uh, my mom wasn't much better off, and they've been able to really just turn their, you know, turn their stars around right. and right. build a really good life for all of us. And 
I love working with franchisees because I, I get to be a part of them doing that for their family. And that's just inspiring every wow. day. That's yeah, it's inspiring what you just said, Joseph. Because you know, I know that area. You know, of Philadelphia, I get down to Philly. You know, every so often, and, and I think you're right. You know, it's it's one of the things that impresses me too, Joseph, is that you know, a lot of people, I think they want to get into entrepreneurship, but they don't know how to, right? And I think franchising, you know, allows them that ability to become an entrepreneur, doesn't it? Absolutely. One of the things I like, we like to say in the process is like, you know, imagine you have to t- you have to take a really hard test, and this test determines like everything. Right. But, you know, if you're, with, if you're doing it with a franchise, it's open book. Right. We've already made right. the mistakes. We've already found the opportunities. We've, we've laid out all the processes, uh, and we hone it every day. I mean, all of our, our new ideas, we still are updating. It's never going to be done. Uh, we're getting all of our great ideas from our franchisees now. But you can start off with that rather than, you know, opening your doors and, like, how, how do I get maids? How do I get clients? Right. How do I keep them? Right. That's terrific. I've never heard that analogy in, in 650 shows, Joseph, but it makes sense. You know, I like how you, you called franchising an open book, you know, because you're right. You know, when a lot of people do get into entrepreneurship, you know, there's there's a lot of things that they just don't know, you know, and they make a lot of mistakes. And, um, you know, sometimes that mis- some of those mistakes, you know, are detrimental to, you know, their business. So, um, you know, to call it an open book, I, I think that's I think that's really very clever. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Joseph Berger of You Got Maids, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, simply go to our Franchise Interviews by Category page, and go to our Cleaning category, or you can simply go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page. And lastly, we just want to thank everyone for making this podcast, our Great Quotes of Franchising podcast, such a big hit. And we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone.